Welcome to our daily inspiration podcast. Inspire Church has been walking through a 30-day journey as we reorient our lives to life-giving practices that help us abide in Christ. The rhythm that we will be learning about this week is on a topic of generosity. As you get inspired and encouraged to be a person of giving, we invite you to head to inspirechurches.com to partner with us as we reach our 25 for 25 matching grant so that as a church, we can practice the beautiful gift of giving. Hey, Inspire. My name is Nick Parsons, and I am the managing director at the Stratum Foundation, an organization in the Bay Area that helps serve churches and pastors. And uh, I've spoken to Inspire before. I really love uh, your church and your pastor, Phil Moyla. And uh, Stratum has been really uh, excited to been able to provide some grants for Inspire the last two years and just think the world of your church and love what God is doing in and through you guys. And Philip asked me to record some thoughts for this podcast about the topic of generosity. And so I'm excited to do that. Uh, it's a topic I really am passionate about, uh, even though it's one that not everyone wants to think about, generosity. And uh, I can remember the first time I really became personally convicted about generosity. Uh, I was uh, in my early 20s and, um, you know, financially probably doing things a lot of people in their early 20s had, a lot of debt, had credit cards, all that stuff. And uh, I heard about a really compelling need that someone really close to me had. And it was this moment that I thought, I literally have organized my life financially in such a way that I like can't be generous when I want to. Like I want to be helpful to this person and their need, and I literally can't. And it kind of broke my heart that moment where where I was just realizing that, that if I had spent money differently or if I had saved money differently or if I had made some better choices, I would actually be able to be more generous. I would be able to do something that I really wanted to do to help a person in need. And I wasn't able to. And that kind of began a journey for me of uh, wanting to develop in generosity and uh, a journey for my wife and, and our family that we feel like now that we really are able to be more generous. And it's not just because, you know, we have more money than we did when we were in our 20s. It's because we've really organized our life in a different way. And so, yeah, I want to talk about generosity today. And I hope uh, none of this feels... Um, um, guilt-inducing. I really do believe that generosity is a gift that God gives us that we get to participate in. And so want everyone that's a follower of Jesus to be a part of uh, being generous because God's generous. So uh, it's easy, really, when we think about generosity to believe when you live in the Bay Area that, you know, this place that's the most expensive place in North America, that it's impossible to be a generous person. When you're paying, you know, thousands of dollars for rent a month, when jobs have been lost, when the economy is, you know, having a hard time, you know, where do we find the money to be generous? And, you know, the real key, I think, when it comes to Christian generosity is that generosity for a Christian doesn't begin with an assessment of our own personal, like, financial capacity, our own personal profit margin. We don't look at our bank statement and then decide we have the capacity to be generous. Um, that's not where Christian generosity starts. It's not where biblical generosity starts. Uh, biblical generosity starts when we believe two things. First thing is that God has given us everything we need and more through Jesus Christ. When we believe that God has given us everything we need and more through Jesus Christ, when we, that is the first thing we have to believe if we're going to be generous from a Christian perspective. And the second thing we need to believe is that Jesus is right when he said that it's actually more blessed to give than to receive. That's something Jesus said, and we actually believe that he said that. And that that's true, that that's a true statement, that it's better to give than to receive. I think in our heart of hearts, most of us don't really believe that. 
Uh, I want to read you something from 2 Corinthians 9, uh, verses 6 through 12, and it says this. The point is this, whoever sows sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work as it is written. He is distributed freely. He is given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase your harvest of righteousness. You will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way, which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. For the ministry of this service is not only supplying the needs of the saints, but is also overflowing in many thanksgiving to God. And so really, friends, I don't want us to believe that lie that we can't be generous. We can't be a generous people because we live in an expensive place or because we have student loans or because uh, any number of things. We can't be generous. Really, we have to start with this belief that we can be generous because God has richly provided for each of us. And the way that we can be generous might not always be financially. You know, we might be able to be generous with our time. Uh, We might be able to be generous with our words, with our thoughtfulness towards others. Uh, But I think for many of us, this is also true financially. And I know for all of us, it's true spiritually. We can be spiritually generous to other people. And so if you're a follower of Jesus, uh, you've been given eternal life. You have this new family, the church that God has given you to be a blessing to you. God's given you his Holy Spirit to live inside you. You have literally the power of God living in you. You have the capacity to be generous in one way or another to others. And so we should want to be a generous people because we serve this generous, giving God who's never been stingy with us, who's sacrificed greatly for us, who's given us his own sons that we would be reconciled to him. We have this generous, giving God. And so our hearts should want to be generous towards other people. But how do we do that? Um, Like I mentioned, there's a lot of different ways to be generous. But I think starting with the belief that God has given us everything we need and that it's better to give than receive is just the beginning. Um, and I want to talk maybe just a little bit about financial generosity. That's probably the, the, the place that we feel it. But I don't, want to, I don't want to pretend that there aren't other ways to be generous. So if you find yourself in a season when you feel like financial generosity is not what I have to offer, then I would say, man, what else, what other ways can you be generous towards those around you? And there's lots of ways. You can make meals for people. You can be kind to them. You can send a nice email or a text. There's a lot of ways to be generous. But uh, as we zero in kind of about finances, and think about practically how do we become more generous. I think there's a few things I've learned over the years that are helpful, and I've done different kinds of these strategies to help me be more generous. Uh, the first one that I thought of when I thought of this topic was just to, if you want to be more generous, sometimes it's easier to just like automate your generosity, where you say, hey, I know I want to be generous, but I don't have a lot of discipline, so what I need to do is set up my bank account to, after I get paid, to take out my check and send it to my church or the charity or whatever I'm interested in giving to, and just make that an automated decision so that it's happening right off the bat, first thing, so that I don't I don't get to the end of the month and go, oh, I can't be generous because I spent all my money. I get to the end of the month and I go, oh, I can't go out to eat because I spent all my money or whatever. Um, and so some of us, that might be a step. We say, you know what, in 2022, I want to automate my generosity so that I'm not, you know, making these like game time, you know, decisions about whether I can be generous or not. But I've already kind of pre-decided that I want to be generous with a certain percentage of my income or a certain amount of month uh, of, of giving every month, that might be something you could do. 
Um, second thing I think is really critical if we want to take kind of a next step in generosity, uh, and this is the part that all of us don't love, is we probably got to pay attention to our spending. And it's the big budgeting issue that, you know, I think a lot of us, uh, we live in a world of commercials and advertising and credit, easy credit, and it can be really easy to quickly get our, let our spending get out of control and find ourselves in a place that we have debt. And so we're not even paying for new things. We're paying for things we bought in the past. And so, you know, there's a lot of different budgeting programs and apps. And if you find your, you know, finances in a really difficult circumstance, there's no guilt or shame in signing up for like a financial management class. Or I know there's a thing called Financial Peace University or getting a book or getting a budget app and saying, you know what, we just want, we just got to get a control of our spending. And so, you know, for me, when I feel like that's not going well, I'll just take a month where I'm like, I'm going to pay attention to every dollar I spend. And, you know, it, it's really illuminating where my money's going as I kind of write down or use a budgeting app. And that's really made some a lot of changes where I say, like, I don't need to spend, you know, X hundred amount of dollars on coffee every month, uh, you know, confession time. Or, you know, I, I don't need all of these uh, Netflix, Disney Plus, Hulu, you know, YouTube, all of these uh, entertainment services. A lot of my money's going to this. And so when we pay attention to our spending, we realize some stuff that's out of control. And we realize we got, you know, that it doesn't even align with what we really care about. And so if you feel like you want to grow in generosity, a practical step would be say, hey, this year, this the next quarter, the next month, I really want to pay attention to my spending and make sure it's aligned with my values and what I want to do. Uh, the third thing I think of is, you know, if you want to grow in generosity is just to make some goals to say, hey, I want to give X percent, you know, for, for our family, if I'm being honest, we give 10%. You know, it's kind of the, the standard we've done for the last eight or nine years where we've said, you know, 10% of every dollar that's coming in uh, to our household, we're going to give away to the church. And so, um, you know, some people feel differently about the tithe or whether tithing is right or wrong. I just feel like God gave us kind of a a baseline principle and I want to live at least with that. I want to live at least with the, the, the principle that God's given us there. And so that might be a goal for you is say, hey, I want to give 10% this year. Or if that feels crazy, like I've never done that, then give 5% or, or 2%. Or if you've been living in generosity for a long time, you know, I know people that try to up their generosity like a percentage a year. So I have a good friend of mine who gives like 17% a year because they've they've grown their generosity every year. And I just think that's really cool. Um, and so that might be a thing to say, hey, we're going to make a goal. And I do that. So I track, I don't do like a full on budget where I track everything, but, you know, I track our income. I track our total generosity, um, which, you know, for us this year, last year was 10%. We were giving away every year. And then I track, like, how much am I paying off on various kinds of debt I have, which could be a car, it could be whatever. And then I also track my savings. So I have a, a kind of a debt goal that I want to pay off this much debt, you know, every month. And I had a savings goal that I want to, you know, commit this much to savings. And I had a generosity goal, how much we want to give to the church and other things. And so some goals might be useful. There's lots of, there's a great book called Atomic Habits. It's kind of about goals and habits. It could be a great book if you're interested in that. But, you know, simple goals and tracking. I just have a spreadsheet on my computer, and every month I have a day in my calendar that I go, okay, cool, let's write down uh, uh, how we're doing on those goals. And honestly, I've done the last two years, and it's made a huge difference, just this very simple spreadsheet that I've kept, and I can look back and go, oh, yeah, this is this is us growing in these areas. Um and there's lots of other ways to grow in generosity, lots of other things you could do. But, uh, you know, the thing that I really do think the most about is, you know, I kind of talked about tactics for the last couple of minutes, but, 
I think a lot of this is, again, it's just a heart thing. It's a heart issue that if, if we really want to grow in generosity, I think the most important thing we can do is spend time getting to know the person and character of Jesus Christ because he is just exceedingly generous. You know, the, the God that we have revealed in Jesus is so generous with us when we don't deserve it. Uh, he's generous with us to the point of his own giving his own life, you know, Christ does. And when we spend time with that God, with that Savior that is so self-giving, uh, we inevitably desire to become like him. And we, we, we look at our lives, not just with our finances, but with our, our time, our talents, and say, man, how do, I give, how do I use these things to bless other people, to be given gifts the way I've been given gifts, to use what I have for the sake of others? And so if you really want to grow in generosity, there's lots of practical, tactical kind of how-to ways. But the most important thing you can do is get to know Jesus Christ in this next year. So... I hope this is helpful. I appreciate uh, Inspired Church, and I do hope that God stirs in you um, a desire to be more generous in this coming year. Thanks. To everyone who has tuned in, this is your chance to live out a life of generosity even now. Go ahead and head over to our website at inspiredchurches.com and be part of our 25 for 25 matching grant. We are so excited to have this opportunity so we can build God's church together and be a light in our community. Well, thank you for listening and may these life-giving practices go beyond our 30-day journey as we become a people who abide in